Okay, welcome. Welcome everyone to The Next Generation, my very first episode of my very first podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Norman. So I want to tell you a little bit about why I decided to do a podcast and who I am. So we'll start off with who I am. I am a born-again Christian, a wife to my amazing husband who's in the military. I live in upstate New York. And for people that don't know about New York, you tell people I'm from New York, they immediately think you're from the city. I am not from the city. I'm very, very, very far from the city. And anything out of the cities is very red. I live on a tiny little farm, upstate New York, not blue, very much red, not near the city. Anyways, I have two dogs, chickens, and we just got bees this year. I'm a cardiac sonographer, and I've been doing that for 18 years. So that's a little bit about myself. Now, why am I doing a podcast? Well, I feel like I have a lot to say. I have a lot going on in my brain, and I need to get it out. And social media just is not the place for me to do that anymore. I can't stand Facebook. I can't stand really any social media, but Facebook is probably the worst. Between the censorship, I can't post anything on Facebook without it being censored or tanking my algorithms. And to get my algorithms back up, I have to post things like, do you prefer coffee or do you prefer tea? Just to get people to comment on my page, just stupid stuff like that. I'm over it. Um, The people, the people on Facebook, maybe it's just my page or the people I've friended in the past. It's probably me, but I can't stand the people anymore. Between the self-righteous Christians who tell me, I worship Satan because I listen to country music and go trick-or-treating with my niece and nephew. Like, just stop. Just stop. I can't take it anymore. The truthers and the conspiracy theorists, like, full stop, used to be one. I get it. But I can't take it anymore. They've all gone way too far down the rabbit hole, and they've gotten their heads stuck, stuck in that hole, and they have not come up for oxygen in about three years and they just don't live in reality anymore, and I can't stand it. Yes, yes, Hamas really did parachute into a concert and kill a bunch of people. That was not AI. Come on, guys, like, for real. I'm just done with Facebook. I'm done with people's opinions. I don't really like people, so I figured this was a good way for me to get my opinions out there and not have to listen to people. Anyways, also, a little caveat there, influencers. Facebook is just inundated with influencers now who are self-proclaimed influencers who just want to be your friends so you'll buy stuff from them. And I'm over it. So anyways, Facebook's a dumpster fire. I'd like to just get rid of it. So we're going to try podcasting for a while. All right. So how my show is going to go is I love politics. I don't know why I love politics. I've tried to get away from politics, but I can't. It's a love-hate relationship. I love politics, so that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the news, and I'm going to talk about politics. So the rundown of what I'm going to talk about today is the latest news on the COVID shots. This is big news, guys. Big news on the COVID shots. I'm going to talk about the war in Israel and the looming World War III, um, which involves the border, the border crisis, which uh, they, the Democrats say is the border is secure. Yeah, secure my ass. Um, we're going to talk about Trump and his latest mess. And we're going to talk about the new speaker, Mike Johnson from Louisiana. And then I'm going to touch a little bit on RFK Jr. because I do like him, but he's definitely got some questionable things going on. Um, 
then I would like to finish up with a little encouragement because the news is terrible. Um, So a little encouragement. I'm going to share what I learned in church this week. I go to an amazing church. Um, It's local here. So if you're local to me and you're looking for a church, my church is absolutely amazing. It's like a Pentecostal evangelistic church. We believe in the word of God. My preacher preaches the word of God and we do not stray from the word of God. So if you're looking for a church, get a hold of me. You can come with me anytime. It's wonderful. Sunday is 10 o'clock. And then also I'd like to feature uh, small businesses or local businesses on my show. Uh, I think I'm going to do this once a week with my job. Um, I have a very busy job and I work five days a week and I commute an hour each way. So I don't have time to do this every single day. So I'm planning on doing this once a week. So once a week, I would love to... Uh, feature someone's uh, one of my friends' small businesses. Whether you got you're doing your own goat soap or whatever, you know you're a realtor. Uh, shout out to my friend um, Erica. She's a local realtor here. So if you're looking for someone to buy or sell a house, my friend Erica is awesome. I can hook you up with her. Just give me a shout out, and I would love to feature your business. Um, email me. It's J Calvert, my maiden name. J-C-A-L-V as in Victor, E-R-T-616 at AOL.com. Yes, I know that's an old email. I've had it since I was like 18. All right, let's get into it. First up is COVID. All right, so now the biggest news is um, if you know Steve Kirsch, he's amazing. He's been a dog on a bone since he's been vaccine injured from the COVID vaccine. Um. His Substack is amazing. If you ever want to read his Substack, he actually featured one of my tweets in his Substack and my tweet went viral. So I really like Steve Kirch. Anyways, great info. You can now sue the mRNA COVID vaccine manufacturers for damages. Excuse me. And the FDA is required to take the COVID vaccines off the market. Why? Adulteration. The meaning of adulterate is to corrupt, debase, or make impure by the addition of a foreign or inferior substance or element, especially to prepare for sale by replacing more valuable with less valuable or inert ingredients. So basically, they shoved something in the vials of the vaccines, didn't disclose it, we found it. We actually tried telling you this three years ago that this was going to mess with your DNA and no one believed us. Well, guess what? It is. So I'm just going to read you parts of his substack, his summary to give a little more you know, in-depth analysis of this. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Also, let me just state this right now. My beliefs are not the beliefs of my employer. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Okay, so the main takeaways of this are the mRNA vaccines are contaminated with SV40, and who knows what else this should never have been allowed. The vials exceeded the guidelines by orders of magnitude. This this discovery was confirmed by Health Canada. The FDA and the CDC are remaining silent. As far as anyone knows, they're, they're not doing anything to assess the implications of the finding. They presume that they must believe not by not knowing the implications that they will not have to disclose them so they are better protecting themselves against the public who might be very upset to learn they were guinea pigs. Yeah, you think? We don't know what the implications are. Experts disagree because we know we trust the experts, right? Some claim that contamination is meaningless while others say it could be very serious. 
I'm going to go with not the experts on that. Um, the experts who claim there is no risk of harm have no evidence to back up their claims. So is that really comforting? No, no, not really. The politicians seem happy to let you take the risk. Of course they do. And they aren't giving you any informed consent. There's never any informed consent when it comes to vaccines. That's a whole nother topic. But anyways, no one seems to be requesting that the CDC warn anyone of the potential risk. You know, we wouldn't want to scare anyone. Um, it was not the government regulators who first discovered the contamination. It was a guy, Kevin McKernan. I can go into a big, long thing about him. He's pretty awesome. This should have this should have never happened. The government should have discovered this at the very outset three years ago. It would have been discovered sooner by independent researchers, but the people were threatened with arrest if they supplied vials for analysis. Steve says he knows this firsthand because he was warned that he would be arrested and criminally charged if he participated in trying to analyze the vials. Um, Dr. Carrie Made actually got her hands on some vials and she did some analysis and it is not good. Um, we don't fully know the ramifications of the contamination yet, but they are not good and they could be devastating and irreversible. Well, when you mess with people's DNA, it tends to be uh, irreversible. But we don't know yet because no one's done the studies. The experts he consulted thought that um, likely wouldn't be very serious, but they could not quantify likely, but said that it was more likely than not. And that sounds comforting, too. Um Steve volunteered for, for a full gene sequencing study because, again, he is vaccine injured, but they said they'd have to cut off his deltoid muscle, so he changed his mind. The regulators apparently never QA'd any of the vials. If they did, they would have found contaminations such as this before it was ever injected into a single human being, or they didn't simply chose to remain silent and look the other way. Health Canada said the sequence was disclosed to them but that the drug company never pointed out that the SV40 promoter sequence was specifically identified in the gene sequence provided. The SV40 promoter contamination has been known since April 9th, 2023, when McKernan published a paper on it, but the CDC and the FDA have remained silent. The mainstream media has remained silent. The mainstream medical community has remained silent. After they recommended and injected you, and not just not even just recommended, they mandated for you to get injected with this stuff so that you could work and keep a job. The military, the healthcare industry, um, schools, colleges, um, all frontline workers, every so many people, kids to attend college were mandated to get this bioweapon. And we we don't do not know the damage it has done. I mean, we know a little bit, but we'll never know how much damage has been done. Um, there's absolutely no doubt that this is happening to silence the formerly trusted health authorities. Um, the longer they delayed telling you that they forgot to QA the vials, the bigger hole they are going to dig for themselves. So who knows if this is going to go anywhere? I don't have high hopes when it comes to this, but. The one thing I do have hope in is this is the most awake the medical community has been and people on a whole of questioning the COVID vaccines and the vaccine schedule in general. This is the most that, you know, people are awakened now to the corrupt healthcare industry and especially the vaccines, especially the vaccines. Um, and it's all of them. It's not just the COVID vaccine. It's all of them. Uh, I just don't. I don't understand how anyone is still getting 
these shots, specifically the COVID shots, um, only 2% of people have gotten the new booster so far, which is awesome. But that's, I mean, that's still 2% of over 300 million people in our country are still lining up to get this shot after all the information's out there. It's just mind boggling. Um, I mean, you, you have to live under a rock to put this stuff in your body at this point. Uh, there's a coworker of my mother's who went and got the new COVID booster, the flu shot and the RSV shot in, in one day, in one sitting. I'm I just, I don't even know. And just this, this whole COVID narrative thing they unleashed on us, it, it turned people that I never thought would fall for this stuff. Um, into into getting like into COVID crazy people into getting these shots. I have a friend. Well, he's not really a friend anymore, but he's a chiropractor. Very very smart guy. Huge into health and fitness. He taught me how to eat paleo. He owns a gym. We did CrossFit together. He helped me learn how to do Olympic lifting. He signed his two year old daughter up for the Pfizer trial. Like, are you insane? Are you have got to literally be insane to sign your child up to be a guinea pig for this huge? science experiment. Like I just, I just can't, I can't, I'm over it. All right, moving on. The war in Israel. First, first and foremost, I would just like to say I had no idea I had so many Jew hating friends on Facebook. Wow. Just wow, guys. So many uh, Jew haters have come out of the woodwork. It's, it's quite uh, mind boggling. Um, and then you've got the LGBTQ AI2++ two-spirit, whatever they're called now, supporting Palestine. Do you realize that they would throw you from the top of a building or cut your head off if you were to go over to Palestine, which Palestine's not even a real place, but they would they would murder you for being gay over there and you're supporting them. <clears throat> like, come on now. And then all the liberals, especially the liberal women who are supporting Hamas, women don't have rights over there. They don't have rights. You would not be able to speak, go to school, have any of the things you have here in America. And you liberal women are supporting Hamas that would cover your head and like force you to obey the men over there and treat you like dog shit. I just like, come on, wake up. I don't understand. So this is not this is not a land dispute like everyone wants you to think it's this is over land. This is not over land. This is a religious war. This is if you don't believe the way Hamas believes, Islam believes, um, they, they want you dead, including Christians, including Americans. Like if you don't believe in their Allah or whatever, they want you dead. This has nothing to do with land. It's nothing to do with land. It boggles my mind that people believe this. Um, with that being said, you know, they attack Israel, whether the Israeli government had something to do with it or not. I don't know. All the governments are corrupt. Yes, I get that. But they have a right to defend themselves and retaliate for what happened to them. They brutally, brutally murdered, decapitated, ki like killed, raped, just savages, the Israeli people. And if someone did that to my family, I'm going to retaliate. Like, so do I think we should be getting involved in this war, putting troops on the ground? No, no, I don't. Do I think we should be sending billions and billions of dollars over there? No, no, I don't. They can defend themselves. I truly believe 
they can handle this. They can defend themselves. But they need to do this once and for all and wipe Hamas off the freaking map. This world has no place for terrorists like this. There is no there is no place for terrorists like this in our world. These other countries that are surrounding over there, like Poland, they don't want them. They're not letting them in. Poland doesn't have terrorist attacks over there. Why? Because they're not letting these people in their country. We should not be letting them into our country. Oh, it drives me crazy. Um, Biden's been giving Iran billions of dollars over the last couple of years, and Iran funds Hamas. We're literally funding both sides of this war. This is a friggin' giant mess. I just, this is a mess. We, Biden needs to get the hell out of there. Um, so anyways, it's not a, this, the war is not a conspiracy. It's actually happening. It's not a distraction. It's happening. It's real. We're probably going to get involved, unfortunately. Um, probably going to be troops on the ground. We're probably going to go to war. Probably going to go to war with Iran. It's not good. It's This is not good. All the way around, it's not good. But I do believe Israel should retaliate and just wipe Hamas and all of their supporters and anyone who thinks that what happened over there is justified should, yeah, you should just be wiped off the map. All right, this brings us to the border. 269,735 illegals have entered through our southern border in just September alone. That is just in September. 2.47 million in 2023. Both these numbers are the highest numbers ever. Do we really think that all these people coming over here are just families looking for a better life? No, 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 they're not. These are military-aged fighting men. What like what are they doing here? What are they doing here? They come over, they get a cell phone, a hotel room, uh, just brought farther into our country. This is this is just not good. So, uh, reporting from the Daily Wire, federal authorities warn of Iranian-backed terrorists trying to enter the U.S. southern border. No way, right? No way. Federal law enforcement officials tasked with protecting Americans' borders. Who's really protecting the American borders? Seriously, is anyone protecting them? No, it's kind of wide open. Uh, so federal law enforcement officials tasked with protecting Americans' borders are warning that Iranian-backed terrorists may try to enter the U.S. illegally through the southern border. You got to be a rocket scientist to figure that out, apparently. The warning from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection San Diego Field Office Intelligence Unit comes after Hamas terrorists murdered than 1,400 Israelis in terror attacks two weeks ago that were unprecedented in scale. Yes, it was unprecedented. But uh, apparently, Biden's administration saying the border is secure. Yeah, secure my ass. They're welding open the gates. These people are coming through. The Biden administration is suing Texas for trying to put up barbed wire. Like, this administration is the biggest disaster, running our country into the ground. They got to go. They just, they just got to go. Um, and I warned on Facebook a couple weeks ago, they called for, there was like a day of terror. The Hamas leader was calling for a day of terror. And everyone's like, oh, stop scaring people. This is fear porn. Well, 2.47 million people have come across the border in 2023 alone. Do you think they're all here to make friends and hold hands and sing Kumbaya? No, you got to be, I was going to say a naughty word. You got to be stupid to think that all these people here have good good intents. They do not. It is not fear porn. Now, should you live your life in fear? Absolutely not. The Bible says, do not fear. I think it's 365 times. But 
Do not fear, but stay vigilant. Carry a weapon. I prefer my Canik Miami Day. It's beautiful, shoots great right out of the box, but arm yourself, especially if you're in these big cities. I would rather defend myself and pay the consequences afterwards, although I can carry legally. Have a weapon, defend yourself, go in groups, don't be stupid, don't sit out on a park bench at four o'clock in the morning and think you're going to be safe. It's not going to happen. Stay out of big cities. Just stay out of the stay out of the big cities. All right, moving on. My favorite topic in the whole world, Trump. Okay, probably going to piss a lot of people off here. Trump is not my favorite person anymore. With that being said, his first two or three years in the in the presidency were great. He did a great job. You know, I was um, I voted for Trump twice. I thought he did a great job until COVID hit. And COVID hit, he was an absolute disaster between the CARES Act and the mail-in voting and warp speed and Dr. Fauci, all the nonsense. He did an absolutely terrible job. He was faced with a crisis and he crumbled. And then we got mail-in voting. We got Joe Biden. They lock, he, lock, he locked us down. I know everyone's like likes to say, it was the governors. No, by Trump's order, he made the governors do it. I'm so tired of people making excuses for him. This is his fault. He will not take responsibility for it. And, you know, if he would just apologize, say he was wrong, which will never happen, maybe I could be a little more tolerant of him and give him the benefit of the doubt. But he won't. He's still saying the vaccine saved thousands of lives. He's saying his lockdowns saved thousands of lives. His He brought his BFF from Johnson & Johnson up on stage with him and touted how rich he was. I mean, like, gross barf. Come on, get out of here. And he also hires the absolute worst people, then turns around and he's like, that person's terrible. You hired him, dude. Like, you endorsed these people, you hired them, and then they suck, and you turn around and you're like, whoa, I can't believe this person was so bad. Who would have hired this guy? Like, really, dude, this is your fault. You did this. So the latest with the whole Trump saga and all his pending court cases, his 91 indictments, and yeah, all that nonsense... Um, so we have Sydney, the crack and Powell, Kenneth Chesborough, and now most recently Jenna Ellis have taken plea deals in the Georgia case against Trump. This is not good. This is not good for Trump. So these were his lawyers, which just recently Trump was like, well, Sydney Powell was never my lawyer. Yes, she was. You hired her. Um, they're taking plea deals and they're going to testify against Trump in the Georgia case and he cannot be pardoned in Georgia cuz that's a state that's a state case not a federal case. So, I think he's screwed there. Um also the latest is um Mark uh Mark Meadows who he also hired. Uh it says Mark Meadows has testified before a grand jury in exchange for immunity according to sources familiar with the former chief of staff's conversations with the special counsel. Meadows told prosecutors that he agreed in the the 2020 election was the most secure in American history, and then he repeatedly told Trump in the weeks after the election that the allegations of significant voting fraud coming to them were turning out to be baseless. So he is going to flip. He's going to flip on Trump, too. I think uh, I think I read there was 17 people that have been charged in Georgia, and they're probably all going to flip and testify against Trump. Uh, this is not good. This is not good because if he ends up winning the primary, which he's not a shoo-in for the primary, all the Trump MAGA people are like, the polls, the polls. Like Trump's 50, per, 50 points higher higher than DeSantis in the polls. 
Like, when do we believe polls? The polls haven't been right since 2016. Like, good Lord, people, the polls are junk. Um, anyway, raise your hand if you've ever been, uh, been, been polled. No one's raising their hand. My dogs aren't raising their hands either. I've never been polled. So you can't believe the polls. It's a bunch of nonsense. Um, you can't be pardoned um, in Georgia. In the D.C., the, his court case in D.C., he's got an Obama judge with a Democrat jury. He's never going to win that case. He's never going to win it. Like, I don't know, guys. Like, are we really going to have him win the primary and then have him go to jail? Then what do we do? Then what do we do? What do we do now? Like, I, I, ugh, I just can't. Anyways, some of the other reasons I would like to touch on why I can't stand Trump and his MAGA crew of loony bins is he's got crazies like Laura Loomer out there saying can Casey DeSantis never had cancer. She just went after uh, DeSantis on this veteran who committed suicide in Florida and blamed it on DeSantis laws in Florida about the VA. Like, dumb dumb. The VA is run by the federal government, not state government. Like she's 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 a freaking psychopath. Moron, I, I, moron! I can't. Like he surrounds himself with literally the worst people. They're picking on DeSantis's cowboy boots, like just dumb, petty BS that I see all the time, and I can't stand it. And it's just turned me off. And the stupid nicknames, the sanctimonious DeSantis. Like, come on, like be a grown up. Let's debate policy and stop going after this dumb cowboy boot stuff. Like, let's just stop. All right. Enough of my Trump rant. Okay, the new speaker. We elected a new speaker. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was yesterday. Uh, Mike Johnson from Louisiana. No one knows who this guy is. <laughs> I didn't know who this guy was. No one knows who this guy is. But um, he's got a 74, 75% Liberty score. Not terrible. Not terrible. It's about 20 points higher than McCarthy. So that's at least we're moving in the right direction here. Um. I guess he's a Christian family man. There's lots of pictures of him praying. And I guess when he did his speech, I didn't listen to it, but um, he was quoting the Bible and stuff. Okay, good, good, good. We like that stuff. Um, he voted against uh, funding Ukraine. Also good. Um, the left's calling him a MAGA extremist. Okay, well, if the left doesn't like him, that's usually a good sign. But also Trump came out and called him mega MAGA Mike or whatever also a bad sign. Uh, he's pro-life, so that's good. He did jump on the George Floyd bandwagon. Um, meh. They're also, speaking of that, new evidence has come out in that case. Uh, I mean, we all know that George Floyd did not die from a knee on the neck. He died from an overdose. Um, so there's actually more stuff coming out on that entire case, which would be interesting to watch. Um, but anyways, you know, that kicked off Nice summer of love that Trump did nothing about. Anyways, okay. Um, but where does this guy stand on warp speed, COVID mandates, COVID shots, medical freedom? Where does he stand on sending money to Israel and Ukraine now? Is he going to release the, release the January 6th tapes? Is he actually going to get anything done? Like, we wave our flags and say, yay, we got this awesome new speaker in there. And then no one does anything. Because the Republicans and the Democrats are one big freaking uniparty and they both suck. They both suck. They don't stand for the American people. Like, we need to just fire everyone and start over with normal people. 
Normal people that don't even want to be in politics need to be in politics so we can get this country fixed. But it'll be interesting to watch and see what he does. Um, where are we? All right. RFK Jr. Trying to move this along here quickly. All right. RFK Jr. I like RFK Jr. I don't agree with him on everything. Um, he definitely is throwing a wrench into this next election, running as an independent. For those of you who don't know, he's now left the Democrat Party and he's running as an independent. Um, so that's going to be interesting to watch. I think he'll take more votes from Trump than he will um, anyone on the left. But um, he, I, I enjoy his, or I support his medical freedom stance and obviously his stance on vaccines and uh, medical corruption, big pharma corruption, all that stuff. Totally in line with that. Agree with that. But he is absolutely terrible on the Second Amendment and abortion. Um, I don't think he'll he would support abortion up until the you know, up until month nine, but, um, he's definitely not opposed to abortion. Um, and then the second amendment, he said that if a gun ban, um, assault weapon ban, yes, I did that in quotations, assault weapon ban came across his desk that he would sign it. Yeah. We don't need him in there if that's the way he's gonna, if that's the way he's going to run things. And, um, his latest is he said he wants reparations. Um, a girl I um, follow on Instagram and Twitter who I really like. Her name is Denise. I can't remember her last name. She's a freedom angel out of California. She was explaining how this isn't reparations like the Democrats talk about. It's different, but just no. No to reparations. I'm not paying for what people did hundreds of years ago that I have nothing to do with. Like, I, I'm just not... Like, I mean, I probably am because they're taking it from my tax money, but I think that's ridiculous. No, no to reparations. Um, so that's not good. But again, I think it's great that he's running as an independent because I think it's going to shake things up. So, um, all right, that does it for the news. One thing I didn't uh, have in my show notes here is there was a mass shooting today in Maine. Um you know, so get ready for the gun grabbers to come out. Apparently, the guy was in the military. He was a Marine. He was a firearms instructor, but he's been in the mental hospital earlier this summer. And now, apparently, he has fled on his big giant boat down some river, and they're probably not going to catch him. Um, but just be aware. Here we go with the gun grabbing and trying to take away your Second Amendment rights. So, everyone just stay strong. Don't let them take your guns because, uh, yeah, we definitely don't need that. All right. So some good news, some church stuff. Let's talk some church stuff. Um, love church. Love my pastors. So um, the past few weeks, pastor has been doing a series on faith, which is so good. I really needed that. Um, everyone has their, you know, their, their dark times. I just went through one, still kind of going through one, but um, going to church helps. Talking to my elders at church helps. And this, this whole series on faith has really just helped me a ton. Um, so some notes that I took is faith needs to be our first response in our trials. Our faith in God needs to be first. When you're in those dark times, in those trials, ask God, what are you going to do about this, God? Like, what do you have for me? Why are you making me go through this? What are you going to do about this? See your life through your faith in God. That like that was a big mindset shift for me. It's not like why is this happening to me? Why are all these bad things happening? Why is this not happening to me? Why why are my prayers not being answered in this moment? See 
everything through the lens of faith in God and what he's doing for you and his plan for your life. Not your plan, his plan. Pray and ask for help and expect answers immediately. He will. He will answer you. Listen to him and step out in faith. Um, just about two weeks ago, after I've been going through this really, you know, dark, dark time I've been going through, um, it was at church. I stayed after for prayer and boom, I got, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. If you don't know what that means, um, I can definitely do an episode, um, to explain that a little more depth in my experience with it. But ever since I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, so you have your, your water baptism, um, full immersion, water baptism, and then you have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Getting baptized as a baby is not the same. You have to reach adulthood or, you know, close to adulthood and make the decision for yourself. That's, that's baptism. The baby baptism doesn't count. Sorry. Sorry, people out there. Baby baptism doesn't count. Um, The person needs to be adult enough in their mind to make the decision for themselves, uh, mature enough in their mind to make the decision for themselves. Um, so about two weeks ago, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. It has changed everything for me, my life, my outlook, the way I carry myself. Um, you know, things aren't just magically all better, but just having the Holy Spirit it has changed everything for me. Um, I do. So that pretty much wraps every, wraps it up for me. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to my friend, Ronnie. She named my podcast. Thank you, Ronnie. You are the best. Um, I really appreciate you. I really thank you guys for listening. If you have any topics you want me to talk about, um, let me know. Send me an email, J-C-A-L-V as in Victor, E-R-T, 616AOL.com. I'm also on Facebook as Jenna Kelvert Norman. You can message me there email me. But that wraps up my very first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Wherever you're listening, can you please give me like a review or a like or share or like a five-star review? I don't even know how that stuff works. Um, Super new to this. Hopefully this actually recorded. Um, But that does it for today, guys. Thank you so much. This is The Next Generation, Proverbs 1121.